You're listening to Life Simply Better with Zoe Galitzis, Episode 17, Working Mom Guilt. Do you wish you could stay caught up at work without logging on at night? Do you wish you had plenty of time for your family and for taking care of yourself? If you're feeling overwhelmed by the never-ending stream of emails, meetings, and laundry, then Life Simply Better is for you. This is the podcast for busy working moms who are already experiencing success in their careers, but want to simplify their lives and create more time for what matters most. I'm your host and coach, Zoe Galitzis, and you can find out more at lifesimplybetter.com. Hello and welcome to the first episode of 2019. I hope all of you are doing well and your new year is off to an amazing start. Today we are going to talk about one of my favorite topics, guilt. Sounds fun, right? And specifically, we are going to talk about working mom guilt because I coach a lot of busy working moms And guilt is an emotion that comes up frequently. And so I thought it would be great to take a whole episode just to have a look at that and give you some really practical coaching tips that you can use to help alleviate the guilt that you are feeling and really just understand it better. So when we think about the guilt that we feel as working moms, that often takes the form of feeling like our schedule is this catch-22 in that if we spend as much time at work as we feel like we should, we feel guilty that we're neglecting our kids, our family. And if we spend more time with our kids, we feel guilty that we're letting our team down at work and that we're not really pulling our weight there. So It's tempting and it's really logical to look at that and say you feel guilty because of your schedule. You have these sort of external circumstances, the number of kids you have, you know, the length of your commute, how many hours at work you spend and your responsibilities there. And those are just adding up to inevitably make you feel guilty. But I want to share some really great news. And that great news is there isn't a problem with your schedule. Your schedule is really just neutral data. And whether you spend lots of time at work or lots of time with your family, it really doesn't matter. You can be a great leader at work and a great mom either way. And I think where we get confused, and when I say we, I I put myself in this camp because I, uh, I have confused myself many times about this in the past, and it's something that I'm still working to get over. But where I think we confuse ourselves is in thinking that our day is like a pie, and we have a slice of time that we give to our job, we have a slice of pie of time that we give to our family, and we have a slice where we sleep, et cetera, et cetera. And we feel like there's just not enough pie to go around because we say 24 hours in a day, that's just not enough. But I want you to think about what makes a good leader at work or what makes a good mom at home. How would we define that by hours? Is eight hours a good leader? Is 10 hours working a good leader? 
is two hours being a good mom or does it take five hours? When you put it that way, you know rationally, right, that it's really not about time. And you can think about, you know, think about the other role models that you've had in your career and think about why they were role models for you. I guarantee the first thing that comes to mind is not going to be, well, Betty Jo was a great role model and leader for me because she spent 10.5 hours at work every day. So therefore, she was able to be a good leader. And if you think about uh, the memories that you have of your kids Again, that's not about time. That's often just those little moments where you're uh, exchanging a glance or having a conversation and you're just connecting. And one of the things I think about when I'm feeling guilty about not spending time with my kids is, you know, hearing stories of other people who are now grown up talking about their childhood and they've grown up to be very successful and have strong connections to their families and maybe they came from a more underprivileged background and i sometimes hear people talking about you know how their mom worked two jobs while they were growing up and you know in that situation you probably didn't see your mom that much but they still tell the story where it's so clear that they had this great connection and still have a great connection with their mom and her sacrifice really meant something to them and and that was actually part of the connection. So I really think we get ourselves onto the wrong track when we start thinking about being a good mom or being a good worker as time-based. Now, it's totally natural to do that, right? I think our brains function in terms of time and we need schedules to keep us on track. But I want you to pause next time you're feeling guilty because you're, you didn't spend as much time with your kids as you thought you wanted to. And just ask yourself, like, what's the right number? What's the right number of hours or minutes to spend with your kids? There's no right answer to that. It's really not about time. It's just about how you show up in those moments. So if our schedule is neutral, why do we feel guilty as working moms? Where does that guilt come from? Well, I think a lot of feelings like guilt, anxiety, overwhelm are habitual for us, meaning our brains are very well practiced at feeling those emotions. So rather than thinking of the guilt being triggered by the situation you're in, you could also think of it as the guilt being this pathway, this well-worn pathway in your brain that's just there and kind of firing and your brain supplies the evidence for why the guilt should be there. It kind of explains it after the fact in a sense. And I always think about sometimes when I'm dreaming and you're having this dream that doesn't make any sense, like you're, you think you're, you know, eating a, a pile of feathers or something and then you wake up and you're like chewing on your pillow, right? So I think a lot of times our brains just uh, supplies the explanation for whatever is going on uh, in terms of our sensations and our emotions. And I think that happens with guilt too. So if you think about guilt as a habit, that's why when you leave work early, you feel guilty. And your guilt 
evidence in that situation is, oh, I, I'm letting my team down. I'm leaving early while the rest of my team is there. So therefore, I should feel guilty. But what happens when you leave work late? When you leave work late, then you feel guilty about letting your family down. You think, I should really be spending more time with my kids. I feel so bad I'm leaving this late. So you can really find a way to feel guilty in any situation. And when guilt is a habit for you, our brains will just find the evidence in whatever situation we're in to feel guilty. Because if you think back to those two examples I just gave, you could be leaving work early and thinking, wow, I'm such a great mom. I'm so excited to go spend a little more time with my family today. Good for me. And equally so, you could be leaving work late and you could be thinking, I'm such a great team member. I'm really there for my team. But that's not where our brain goes, right? Because our brain has this habit of feeling guilty. Our brain just fills in the explanation with an explanation that will match with the guilt that we're feeling. So that brain just is supplying itself with evidence to fuel that emotion that is this well-worn emotion we're used to feeling. But I want to take a look at that habit and have you think about maybe changing it. Because even if guilt were comfortable and great to feel, I don't know that it's the best emotion in terms of the results that it creates. And I just think it's an emotion that really doesn't serve you when you look at it. Now, it feels very well-intentioned, right? It feels almost like a caring thought when, let's say, you're leaving work late and you're feeling bad that you're neglecting your family, you're feeling guilty about that. That is coming from a very well-intentioned place of loving your kids and wanting to be with them. But when we channel that into guilt, it doesn't get us the result we want of being connected to our kids. And Uh, The same thing goes with um, the reverse when you're feeling guilty about uh, not working more. So I want to go through a couple of examples using the self-coaching model from Brooke Castillo and talk about the results that feeling guilty creates in our lives and how it's really at odds with the original intention that we're working from. So in the first example, I'm going to talk about feeling guilty for not working more. So let's say you are leaving work at 4 p.m. to go home while other team members are still at work. And your thought about leaving at 4 p.m. while everyone else is still staying there is, I'm not doing as much as I should at work. And then you feel guilty because you're thinking, I'm not doing as much as I should. So remember that emotions, guilt is our emotion in this case, act as fuel for our actions. And so when we feel guilty, we act in a certain way. We show up in a certain way. And you can think about this for yourself. I encourage you to think about your own example. But here's what I do when I feel guilty. I beat up on myself and I get distracted from whatever task is at hand. Uh, So if I'm with my kids, I'm not really able to be present with them. I might even, because I'm kind of beating up on myself and feeling negative, a lot of times I actually even snap at my kids. Um, So distracted, snap at my kids, beating up on myself mentally. And my result 
from those actions is that I'm not doing as much as I should as a mom. I'm not doing as much as I can as a mom. And so notice how that ties back to the original thought I had. Remember, I left work early at 4 p.m. and I felt guilty about that because I thought I'm not doing as much as I should at work. And then when I feel guilty, I beat up on myself. I'm not really present with my kids. I might even snap at them. And my result is that I'm not doing as much as I should. I'm really not connecting with my kids, which was the whole point of leaving early in the first place. So that guilt is not helping anyone. It's not helping me be a better worker. It's not helping me be a better mom. So let's do another example quickly. Let's talk about an example where we have some guilt for not spending more time with our kids. So instead of leaving work at 4 p.m. in this example, let's say we're leaving work late. Let's say we're leaving, you know, well after five, we're maybe missing some family activities uh, so that we can stay at work and get something finished. And our thought about working late, or my thought in this example is, I'm not spending enough time with my kids and I feel guilty. So again, same feeling there. It's going to drive similar actions. It's going to fuel similar actions from our last example. So I'm going to beat up on myself, and I'm going to get distracted from whatever I'm trying to get done at work. And my result from that is that I'm not spending enough time focused on my work. I end up staying even later to get it done, and I have less time with my family. So again, that feeling of guilt, while it feels like it comes from such a caring place, it feels like it comes from this place of really loving my kids. And so then I feel guilty that I'm not spending more time with them. But look what it creates. It creates distraction. It creates uh, negative self-talk. It creates a lack of focus. And because of that, it takes me even longer to get my work done and I have less time with my family. So you have to look at how those thoughts are really creating results that aren't serving us. And that feeling of guilt, that's usually what happens. You know, we're feeling bad because we're not more connected to something, but guilt is a disconnecting emotion. And so we get that result of not being connected and not really getting to enjoy any of our life at hand, either our work or our families. So when you look at those results, you see that opposite effect. And it really what it does is it lessens our ability to show up as the mom we want to be and as the leader we want to be at work. So instead of feeling guilty, what if you could do this instead? What if you could just believe that you are doing a good job and spending enough time at work and at home, regardless of your schedule. You know, in those two examples I gave, what if they're both totally fine as a worker and as a mom? What if leaving work at four makes you a great worker and a great mom? And what if leaving work at 7 p.m. makes you a great worker and a great mom? What if those could both be true? And If you can get to a place where you can see that possibility and start to get curious about it, 
you won't be burdened by that feeling of guilt. You will be able to be free of that. And that means you'll be able to show up for everyone in your life, both at work and at home, even more. And if you were released from that guilt, think about how you would show up. You might show up from confidence, for example, instead of from feeling guilty. And confidence fuels totally different actions. It fuels uh, contribution, showing up, um, speaking with your own voice, connecting with people. Those are the actions that confidence fills. So I really want to encourage you, even if it feels uncomfortable to think about yourself as doing a good job as a mom and as a worker, regardless of your schedule, I want you to try it out. Like just try it out one time. You don't have to keep doing it, but just one time to see what happens and see if a little bit of that release from guilt is possible for you. So to recap our conversation around working mom guilt, we think that guilt is caused by our schedules, but it's really not. Our schedules are neutral. They're just data. Being a good leader, being a good mom, neither of those are about the hours that we spend. Guilt is caused because we have a habit of feeling guilty. Our brains are really good at finding reasons to feel guilty. And so we can be in two opposite situations. And in each one, our brain will still find a reason to feel guilty about what we're doing. It's almost like it doesn't matter what choice we make. Our brains will find that evidence because we're in the habit of feeling that way. But when you look at the results that feeling guilty creates, even though it comes from a well-intentioned place, it creates results of being distracted, of being disconnected from the people that we're with, and being really hard on ourselves. And so it doesn't serve us. And we can get a little bit curious about letting go of that guilt. What would our lives be like without guilt? What if life would be better without guilt? You could still love on your family. You could still contribute at work, but you could drop the guilt for whatever place you're not in at the moment, you can drop the guilt for not being there and just stay present where you are. So I hope this is helpful. As always, if you have any questions, feel free to shoot me an email at zoe, Z-O-E, at lifesimplybetter.com. And if you have another mom in your life, a friend or a sister or a coworker that you know is prone to this working mom guilt, I would love if you could share the episode with her as well, if you think it might help her out a little bit. So that's it for today, guys. Thank you, as always, for listening. Again, I hope your new year is off to an awesome start, and we will talk again next Tuesday. 